Okay. What's up, everyone? This is Alex Lieberman, co-founder and CEO of Morning Brew, coming to you with another episode of The Founder's Journal. It is Tuesday, May 26th, 9.37 p.m. This is a late one. But as always, this is my daily diary that I make public for you, the listener, to hopefully learn from the trials and tribulations of running a startup as a first-time co-founder. Let's hop into it. So I got to be honest, this uh, this was probably the hardest Founders Journal to record yet. We've been doing this for, let's call it a month so far. And generally, we've had this good cadence of recording the episode around 5.30 p.m. at night. I, I prep for it between 5 and 5.15. So usually I have 15 to, to 30 minutes of prep. Josh is normally recording the pod with me. For those of you that have never heard Josh, he is what I like to call the human Swiss army knife of morning brew. But one of his hats that he wears is the producer of this podcast. And he oftentimes will insert himself in the conversation to ask me questions about my day. But uh, today's different. Today was nonstop. Neither of us had the opportunity to record the podcast at 5.30. And then at called 8.30 when Josh was able to help with the podcast. Um, I was finally eating dinner. Long story short, our schedules didn't match up today. So today is a very different day uh, because it's just me. That, that's it. So hopefully I can guide the conversation myself because I know just how helpful Josh is. But um, hopefully you let me know as a listener, if you enjoyed this experience, if you enjoyed just me talking into the mic, unfiltered, uncensored, especially today, kind of going off the cuff. I'll be honest, I didn't get 15 or 30 minutes to prep. I'm mentally roasted. I, I did not get a minute to think. I had to have gotten a lot of stuff done because I had all these calls, all these meetings, an Instagram live, a presentation. But this is literally the first minute of my day that I am able to form a thought rather than just react to the moment. So the the easiest structure I'm going to keep for today to try to uh, provide value is just going through my calendar. Because the only thing I can say is today was a relentless day. <laughs> it was a constant beating on my mind. And so I'm going to just go from the top and talk through exactly what I did today and maybe a lesson or two that I learned um, from all of my experiences. So here goes nothing. I woke up at 6.30-ish today. The start wasn't like every day. Um, I was going to do an Instagram live workout with um, an up-and-coming fitness entrepreneur, uh, Gina DiNapoli. She's the founder of Jabs by Gina. Candidly, I hadn't heard of Jabs by Gina prior to my mom and my sister telling me about her. My mom and my sister, for full context, are workout fiends. And so whenever there's like kind of a budgeting uh, star on the workout scene. You can count on Stacy and Sydney to know who it is. But anyway, I woke up at 6.30, left myself ample time to make coffee, get ready for the day, do a little bit of research on Gina because I wanted to make sure during our workout, if, if I asked questions for her, that they'd be smart questions um, about what she's built. And then at 8 o'clock, the workout started. And basically, we went live uh, on Morning Brew's account and it was awesome. It was a really cool experience. I think the the two biggest lessons I learned from this, or actually three, one is 
she kicked my ass. I was exhausted after this workout. It was a 25 minute workout and it's amazing just how good of a sweat you can get after 25 minutes of movements that uh, combine body weight strength and, and cardio. It was incredible. But basically the two things I learned from this are one, I think such a great way to provide value to your audience around things that you don't have necessarily competence in yet is through partnership. And what I mean by that is Morning Brew's audience is the modern business leader, right? The, the way we describe it is the intellectually curious, aspirational, motivated millennial professional. And so we have cornered one part of their life, which is around business news. But the modern business leader, just like anyone else, is a multifaceted being. And what we found in our newsletter from plugging more lifestyle-y stuff in the past is that our audience likes things like personal finance or like productivity tips or wellness and recipes. You know, we're not going to turn into a a fitness media brand tomorrow, but that doesn't mean we can't offer our audience great fitness media content in a place that's really accessible for them. And so basically what we were able to do is we're able to unlock visibility in front of Gina's audience of 39,000 Instagram followers, but she has like a cult-like following. These 39,000 people freaking love her. But also we were able to basically provide content to our audience that we wouldn't normally be able to because we are not best in class in that area of our audience's lives. And this is where to me a partnership makes a lot of sense. So moving on, 8.30, workout's over, I'm exhausted. Took a quick shower and then I started the day. And the way I start every day is I look at the weekly priorities that I set up for myself at the beginning of the week. So I do this on Monday. And basically what I do, and this was something that actually producer Josh taught me a year and a half ago when he walked me through how he prioritizes himself, is I set up my weekly intentions. So basically, what are the five or six things that I knew that I wanted to get done by the end of the week that if I didn't get them done, I'd be really disappointed in myself. And so the way I carve out my day is that I set up blocks of time that all ladder back to those five or six priorities for the week that I set on Monday. What that looked like was from 9.30 to 11 o'clock, I went through uh, the content from Morning Brew's partnership with Scott Galloway talking about another partnership. Good example of a partnership is where you are interested in going into a new line of business, but you don't want to hire a full team yet and assume a lot of cost and risk for it. Partner with someone who already has the team, already has the product, do a rev share with them. Yeah, you're not going to participate in all of the upside, but also you're mitigating a lot of the risk. And so that's what we did with Scott Galloway, who launched an education company called Section 4. Anyway, um, we we partnered with them. It's been a great partnership, but I spent from 9.30 to 11 o'clock going through the content of the course just to, to become more knowledgeable in what makes a great online education experience as we think about building our own. But then also I was prepping for the final class uh, of this course that we did with Professor Galloway, which was from 6 to 7.30 tonight. And as part of this live lecture, um, people get to present their project findings. And since this course was marketed by Morning Brew to Morning Brew readers, and every student in the course was a Morning Brew reader, we thought it would be a good idea for me to present my final project all through the lens of Morning Brew's strategy as a company. And so from 9.30 to 11, part of my time was spent putting my slides together and prepping my presentation to the class. 
what I'd like to say also is that I set up these time boxes, but very rarely do I actually, you know, hit them perfectly where at 11 o'clock, I just stop and go on to the next thing. Oftentimes it bleeds into other things. So 11 to 11.30 was actually the tech check for the live class that was from 6 to 7.30 that I was talking about. This is, you know, just a learning that anytime you do something live, whether it's a webinar, whether it's an online class, any sort of event, do a tech check before make sure that all of the the moving parts and the technical logistics that have to happen have been checked before. Um, and so basically this was just a mic check and a video check with Scott Galloway's team to make sure that everything on my end was working. Then from 11.30 to 12.30 was my time slot for company narratives. What this means is, you know, I think as the company continues to grow, um, more and more of my time is going to be spent in providing thought leadership in preaching the most important narratives of the business that we want any consumers, potential employees, investors, um, that we want other people to know about. And so from 1130 to 1230, I spend time just thinking about what are those narratives? If we could pick one to three things for the marketplace to know about Morning Brew or to think of when they hear Morning Brew, what are those things? What I realized is this was more than an hour-long uh, process. I got one of those narratives down, uh, and that narrative was, we want the marketplace to know about like what is Morning Brew's... <laughs> I took the the acronym Big Hairy Audacious Goal and turned it into Big Hairy Audacious, Aud Audacious Vision. So what is Mor Morning Brew's Big Hairy Audacious Vision? That's a tongue twister. I can't say it. That we want the market to know. We want to empower the future business leader. Full stop, what we create will empower the future business leader better than anyone else. And so I started kind of playing out examples of in practice, whether it's on social media, whether it's on the Today Show, whether it's an interview on CNBC, what are the specific examples that I and other senior leaders at Morning Brew can reference to continue to ladder back up to what our big, hairy, audacious vision is? So I got through one of the company narratives. I realized that there's probably one or two more that I want to develop. And so now I know I need to allocate more time later this week, probably another two to three hours to these company narratives. 12.30 to 1.30 was spent thinking through Morning Brew's brand. We're, we're in the process of thinking about how does Morning Brew's brand architecture, uh, meaning like the relationship that all of our products have to one another, how does that change uh, and how does it scale as we release new products, right? So we started with one product, Morning Brew. Then we introduced Emerging Technology Brew. Then we introduced Retail Brew. Then we introduced our first podcast, Business Casual, and we're in the process of getting ready to introduce Marketing Brew, our newest industry vertical. And this process of introducing new experiences and new products to Morning Brew's audience, but also the marketplace in general, is going to continue to happen. And so we're working with... Um, with a consultant who has 20 years of brand and design experience to basically answer two fundamental questions. What is the relationship that each of our assets or franchises has with one another and with Morning Brew, the company? And also based on that, how should Morning Brew's website in the future be situated? Um, and then 1.30 hit. That was finally the first break of the day between 1.30 and 2. I think that's when I had a salad or ended up calling uh, my family to check in with them. 2 o'clock to 2.30 was a reference call for a role that we're hiring for at Morning Brew. I think the long story short is 
I have found that reference calls are generally not in, incredibly enlightening, but they're almost as much a barometer of the quality of the reference as the person that you're doing the reference call for. Meaning, if you believe that people are a reflection of the five people around them or the people closest to them in their professional career, then it's really important to think highly of the people surrounding them. And so for this reference call, I was talking to someone who was the manager of the person we're thinking about hiring. And so for me, it's evaluating the person I'm speaking to on the reference call is actually a great way to think about the the quality of candidate that the potential employee is. Moving on, let, let's uh, speed through this. Had um, a few other really awesome calls today. Had a call with the president of Honey. She was an absolute badass. Um, Honey was the, um, everyone knows it as like the Chrome add-in where you can get discounts on things you're about to buy. But Honey is a very legit company. Honey was bought by PayPal for $4 billion in 2019. Had an awesome conversation with her. I spoke with the founder of a local uh, newsletter media company called 6AM. Awesome guys talking about strategy with them. Really interesting to hear about their business. Um, and then 5.15, I was supposed to uh, record this podcast, but unfortunately, I left some of my prep for the Professor Galloway live stream that I was talking about earlier for my presentation. I left a lot of it to the last minute. So I ended up spending 5 o'clock to 5.45 prepping my slides. 6 to 7.30 was the live stream class where I presented my thoughts on the strategy of Morning Brew going forward. And then 7.30, had dinner, then did a little bit of extra work that I didn't get done during the day. And that got us to here. You know, hopefully this wasn't a ton of rambling. Um, maybe it was, but you know, just to wrap everything up, it was a long day. There are a lot of long days when you run a business, but for whatever reason, this one felt particularly long. I'm mentally exhausted. I'm physically exhausted, but I, I believe that consistency is so important for this podcast. So as much as I didn't want to record an episode at 930 at night, when I think back to the early days of Morning Brew, if I think about the most important decisions we made, it was the decision to default to action and consistency and never miss a day. I think that is what built habit for people. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you ever have feedback for the Founders Journal or especially today's format without Josh, we miss him dearly. Um, but if you have any thoughts on what it was like to hear me going solo, shoot me an email at alex at morningbrew.com and uh, I will catch you tomorrow. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard.